Well, Janet, thank you for uh, doing this. You've been a longtime fan of the podcast, and, and we're just going to talk a, a little bit how what you are, who you are, how you found the show, and then you know we'll kind of go from there. So I'm a New Zealander, and I live, um, well, how far away from you guys? I'm not sexually, I can't remember. I worked it out. Oh, um, you did. I remember you I sent did. Me- I did. 8,418 miles from Grand Rapids. There you go. So um, I have, I live in a town called Waitara in Taranaki and I have lived only ever in three houses. I've only ever lived in the same town. Uh, I lived in a house I grew up in and when I first got married, we rented while we had a house built and the house that I uh, Gary and I now live in. Um, I've been in for forty three years, so wow. um, I'm pretty much pretty much stayed in um, in in my surroundings, I guess. Yeah. So we brought up um, our two children, uh, so they're adults with uh, growing children. My oldest grand uh, grandson is seventeen, and the youngest is ten. So there's five of them. So we get to see them reasonably um, frequently. So my career background was nursing, so caring for people, um, various jobs. I worked, um, I don't know, uh, we we have doctors that work in the community with a, a set of practices they're called general practitioners or GP. Yeah. And so I worked, uh, worked for, for GPs in Waitara. And um, my mum... I had dementia, so she could no longer live on her own. So we built a cottage for her at um, on our property. And so I looked after her uh, for a while. And um, I didn't really go back to nursing after that. So I just sort of, well, we were lucky enough that I was in a position that I didn't actually have to be working to, to um, provide an income for the family. So so you got started in, in gig work uh, when did that start? That was, uh, my mum died in 2015. Okay. So um, after that, there were a few elderly people that I would um, take to doctor's visits and to the supermarket and things like that. But it actually got to a point where it was costing me money. Mm. And so I thought, oh, well, let's see if we can make a business out of this. So there's a couple of uh, uh, organisations that do um, trips and stuff for elderly people. Uh, one's called Driving Miss Daisy and then another one that's called Freedom. Didn't quite suit my profile. So we sort of started, We needed a. I needed to have a passenger service license. So I started with that and then Uber was re- launching at about the same time. So Uber launched on the 9th of October 2019 and w- I worked through the process of being um, an Uber partner and so on the 1st of December 2019 was my first ride, and I was absolutely wrapped with getting it. I think I did uh, three trips and earned something like $43, and I thought I'd, you know, won a million bucks. <laughs> so, But that was my start, and it's just sort of gone uphill from there. Uh, I don't have another paid job, and there's just Gary and I at home, so it, was, it suited us really well that I could, when I wanted to, Oh, dabble! We'll just turn the app on and go out and drive. Yep. Um, yep. So, so that's um, 
Yeah, it's it's been pretty good. Uh, when COVID struck uh, three years ago now, so I think the 15th of March, I think, was our shutdown. Uh, so there were seven weeks where actually no drivers we the the basically the uber shut down right um, well we didn't like everybody else we didn't know how it was going to go right and then um the first week first first couple of weeks we were back it was just rob and i so uh, it was it was a bit slow and it was interesting uh initially there was no mandate for wearing masks and then we had nearly a year where it was mandated that the drivers taxis uh, rideshare drivers had to wear masks, but our passengers didn't. So let me let me stop you one second, Dan, because one thing I, I caught on to one thing you said, and I think I think the audience need to pay attention to this because it's kind of interesting. You said it's just Rob and you, right? Just you and Rob driving, and so that means you are the only two Uber drivers in the market driving, correct? In that first, in that first week when we those first those first weeks when we came back, yes. Right. And how big is your market? Um, the New Plymouth District is about eighty nine thousand people, so that includes the the the, the city and the right. towns surrounding New Plymouth City. On its own, is fifty nine about fifty nine thousand. But but so still, I, I live a, a reasonable mid mid sized market. And here you are. This is the kind of interesting part to me is we have a market, but I mean. It's not that small, smaller than Grand Abbott's, and you had two drivers. <laughs> we were still in that awakening period with Uber, sure. so Uber hadn't taken really taken off then. Okay. Um, Ola, which is the other rideshare that we have in Taranaki, that launched about two weeks before the shutdown, and that has never ever taken off. Okay. Um, it, it's and and that's that's part of just being available. And people don't think about rideshare. All they think about is it's Uber. Whether if I'm doing a private ride or people are questioning me about my private work, they all still think that it's Uber. And Uber, yeah. Uber was in that position that it got um, it, it sort of locked into the market. It yep. took a long time for uh, flights, for driving for flights, or picking up picking up and dropping off. A lot of the progress in the uh, development of the awareness of Uber actually came from visitors from out of town, people who had been overseas and used it, people from Auckland okay. and Wellington that have used it, and they would come in. Still, people will often say, oh, oh, how, you know, I didn't know we had Uber here. Well, Uber's now been here for over three and a half years. Right, yeah. And it's, it's, it's word of mouth. It's crazy uh, so, that Uber hasn't done any like advertising for people down there to that to use the platform. You think it would be all over their phones and Facebook and all that stuff? Yeah, I've, um, if you've if you've shown an interest and you've logged and you've loaded the app, yes, you do get notifications through the app, but right. it's it's not. Um, yeah, it, it's still still word of mouth. Okay. So, um, but now, so. Yeah, I think in that, that little period when there was only Rob and I, it was just that um, people still weren't sure how it was going to go with um, with COVID. So right. we actually went for, I think we nearly went for a year before the country mandated that everybody had to wear masks and, yep. and rideshare and taxis. That made it a hell of a lot fairer to us 
because it meant the the passengers were making a um an, a, a contribution as well. Um, and point, um, I have been very pedantic about masks, and I have had four vac- uh, vaccinations plus boosters, and I have not had COVID, oh, and neither wow. is Gary. So we're we're yeah, well, we're a bit smug, I suppose. Um, but yeah, still trying. So when I've been driving, still at this time, we're pretty much nobody wears masks much anymore. I still wear a mask. And as okay. I say to my pa- few passengers will get in and say, oh, I haven't got a mask. And I said, that's okay. This is my choice. But mm-hmm. I would hate to sit there having picked up right. the virus a couple of days ago and then pass it on to my next passengers. Yeah. So um, I've, I, and, and to be fair, I've just got used to it. Uh, it it's, I understand, yes, but you know what you're saying about the, the, um, your glasses fogging up, but it, it just takes a little bit of, you know, organizing, moving things around and getting them right. And I get that. I just, I just never wanted to. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was an excuse. Oh, sure. So, um, so my, I actually had a little side hustle with the COVID. Um, when, when we had the first shutdown, I actually approached the local pharmacy and said, look, if there's anything I can do, um, um, let me know and she just about jumped through the phone and <laughs> grabbed hold of me and um, so I delivered the pharmacy the medications from the pharmacy because we were oh. locked down and people had to get their their stuff so nice. I just had a thought so so what I did is I you know we we came up with a price per delivery or per address so sometimes uh, it was a one initially we had to do it twice a day there was so much and then we got to once a day and uh, like if I went to the rest home and there were three different patients, well, it was still only one delivery. Yeah. And um, But the good thing was I had, um, I think one day I had 25 deliveries. Nice. And so uh, knowing the town, they all went into order, but like the postie does. And the, um, it took me, I don't know, um, about a couple of hours. And, you know, it was a really good, really good well, income. Well, yeah. So, well, good, good for you. Yeah. So the other thing I did is I made the face masks, right. just like what you guys got. Um, so in total, I made 2,307 masks. Wow. So um, actually a couple of days ago, I um, so, sorry, some of the masks I sold um, personally, a few I sold from the car. So I, I had a little, um, my daughter-in-law made up a, a, uh, a little advertising thing, which I, I slotted in and people could see. Uh, so yep. I sold a few masks from the car. But they were the masks actually, the bulk of them was, were sold by the pharmacy. And okay. I just had to make them and, and take them down. So I've just withdrawn them this week. Uh, we only sold two in the last three months. So right. I said, well, well, we'll pull it and see how we go. So, so, yeah. so um, Janet, can you tell me how you found the show? I always forget when I hear how you found or when people, when I asked people, I don't remember. Sorry. Um, your question, uh, I, I, there was a little blank spot for me. Oh. Uh, you're asking about how I got it to know you guys. Yeah, correct. Um, it, it's a, it's a lonely job. And um, so you, you talk to the passengers and you get the same, you know, how long have you been Ubering? You know, I didn't know Uber was here. Uh, um, blah 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 like that so there's there's lots of that so there's a lot of repetitive things but you'd actually it's 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 lonely because you don't actually get a personal attachment to it yep 
Um, so I looked for information. We don't meet. We don't have, um, you know, get-togethers where we can talk. Rob and I, once we found each other, it was it was great. So we, um, so I started looking for information and just in a, in a search, I picked up um, the Grand Rapids podcast. Hmm. So I started listening to them. And then when I met, met Rob, what I used to do, uh, I used to, watch out for the other drivers. So I used to watch on the passenger app where they were parked up and we have to have us, if we have the kitty locks activated um, on our cars, we have to have a red sticker on the outside, the back, the passenger doors at the back um, to say that the, the kitty locks are active. So it's easy to pick out the cars. So if they were parked up, I used to go up behind them and I used to give them my business card and I used to say, hi, I'm Janet, I'm an Uber driver, you know, if you want to meet or whatever. And I had a a chance meeting with Rob. He was dropping somebody off at one of the uh, hotels and I pulled in behind him, so I walked up to him. I actually recognised him as he had been a local businessman and gave him a card. We've got the same cultural background I guess mm, okay. uh, so him and I him and I had it off and we used to meet in one of the car parks when we when later on in the evening when it was quieter and, and right. we started to chat so I said to Rob look I, I've found this group and he did exactly the same as I did we went right back to the beginning of the podcast and we listened oh. to everything and we oh. soaked it in all oh. the little tips <laughs> and all that that um and then yeah one day I sort of I came into listening to the podcast live, uh, the live streaming, and I think that was actually probably about the January. So it was probably January 2020, um, something okay, like okay. that. And pretty much I have maybe only missed about three, <laughs> wow. three streamings. I really try. And, and um, you know, it's, it's sort of fitting in the time. The time – um, difference actually doesn't make too too pro- too much of a problem because um, oh I'm not sure what the time is I can't see, uh, where are we two thirty it's two two yeah two thirty in the afternoon so yeah um, yeah so one of the one of the the casts um, you were putting up uh, the information about the uh, the Telegram group and yes they sent me the invitation and I joined in <laughs> and awesome. uh, yeah it's and I. I get a bit of. I like to listen to everything, so sometimes, uh, you know, it's definitely quietened down for a, for a long time. And and right. sometimes I would log off and have a look, and then the next morning I'd have a, nobody had said anything. But you know, some some days now we've got a. If I haven't dipped in for a few hours, it still could be a hundred or so oh, messages. Yeah. But it's really good. So so there's a lot of lot of fun banter. There's a little bit of talk about what we're doing, where we are, what the weather. Well, for you guys, what the weather is. Uh, mm-hmm. Rob has now got a new job, so he he's been I think he's probably been about fifteen months since he's actually done Uber okay. Uh, okay. passengers. So yeah, I really miss him. And we actually had another one of the other drivers who was uh, Sri Lankan, and he he joined us. So I named us the Three Musketeers because uh, <laughs> yeah. we just the three of us go, three of us got together, and it was really interesting because you know I'm a bit yappy yappy, and and right. I leave messages and um a miller i can't he we every couple of months we actually the three of us went out for dinner so we could actually relax and chat nice. and he was telling us sometimes about colloquial language that we use like getting pissed 
It only had one meaning for him. So, you know, some of those things, I can't remember, there was another another couple of things that we said that, that were confusing for him. Okay. But he also moved on and he left uh, Uber passengers to, he, he did pick up Uber Eats, uh, but he went off to be an early childhood teacher. So we went to do some training. Okay. So we haven't seen him for, for quite a while. So, yeah, so it's just amazing. Just the little things that, that you guys say and, uh, yes, but you said earlier on the the um, the feed today about the markets being different, and right. yes, they are. Just even just the Uber, uh, the quests and the the, um, the opportunities uh, and stuff that you get, we get nothing here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is it, really frustrating because you know we work our heart out and we don't get um, some of those opportunities. Um, right. But I, I'm, I'm prepared. Often you've said something um, that may be happening in your market and eventually it works works through to ours. So yeah. um, one of the things was um, there was some talk about we get at least weekly, we will get um, messages through Uber about referring a friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, the offer is that we will get $500 and the, the person that's registering gets $500. They yep. have to do a hundred, it's a hundred rides within, um, three months. Mm-hmm. But when the market is full of drivers, right? Why yeah. would you be wanting to, to bring more people in? Well, and so, when but, I started, sorry. No, I was just going to say Uber is doing the same here now, but just so you understand. Our market here right now, the deal is seventy five dollars because there's so many drivers. So that's what we get as a referral bonus. One of the things that when I started, the um, I have a friend, um, Rodney Coombs, who lives in Brisbane, and uh, when we were talking, we were talking to him, and he was so passionate. He does over passengers in Brisbane. And he was so passionate, and he was really supportive of me. And he, and he, that was part of where I, he, he was somebody I knew and someone I trusted. He did Uber, and that's why I stepped in. And because he's a friend of Gary's, so that was really good because you know he got that positive from there. But when and Rod gave me his uh, reference code, uh, and for everything that he did, I believed that he was the one that should have got the reference bonus. But wow. because he wasn't in my market or I wasn't in his market, nah, they weren't. They weren't interested. So hmm. I think that's a bit sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. So uh, um, Janet, Janet, real quick. Um, so obviously Uber is your 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 four gig. That's all you do. How how many hours a week do you drive? The Gig Economy Podcast will be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Um, so I'm a bit mixed at the moment. Um, I I used to do um, up over 
over 40 hours a week. Okay. So it just depends. Um, at the moment, there's quite a lot of drivers. Um, and so we have a lot of waiting time. And I, can, I absolutely can't be bothered waiting. Uh, the right. drivers that live in the city, they can go home and they can work from home. Uh, so it's 20 minutes drive from me from home. So sure. for 16 months, I just work nights and I work mostly into the weekend. So I work every Friday and Saturday night. And my husband and our friends and family always all work Monday to Friday and right. have the weekends off. So so I had a change and uh, I tried a system of working four days on and four days off. Uh, so if it was Monday to Thursday, I used to work in the daytime. And then if it was a Friday or Saturday night, I, I did nights. And it was it was interesting because one week you do several weeks you do four days or four shifts, but on that there's a couple of that you only do three. And right. I was like hanging out to get to get back out, and I was trying to make it, trying to see if make it work. And it it sort of it did partially. It put my head in a better space as I needed to take more time off because often I only took one day or I might have taken one day with two or three days in between, and I wasn't right. really getting rest enough. Um, in October last year, I had some surgery, and as soon as I knew that uh, I was going to need to have surgery, I stopped working because I didn't want to risk getting COVID because there was a six-week stand-down if you had COVID and then had surgery. So when I came back, uh, one of the issues that I had was was actually extreme fatigue, and so I had to manage that really well. And I've probably got back to doing 26 to about – oh. I had a blast and the maximum we can work uh, with and before needing a 24-hour break is 70 hours and I got to uh, 69 and a half hours working. Wow. I tell you what, I nearly had the rest of the, rest of the following week off because I, it was it was really hard. But I, I made yeah. good, really good money. Yeah. And so I try to be – I've got a lot of smarts that I've learned Um it's interesting when you watch where the other drivers are in the driver app, our passenger app, um, they will all be sitting in the CBD. So on a Friday and Saturday nights, and all the time they're sitting in the CBD, but the passengers aren't coming from the CBD. <laughs> sorry, central business area, uh, central business district. So okay. that's where all the restaurants and bars and stuff are. Yep. Yeah. So um, they're coming from home. So they're coming from the hey. suburbs. So, yeah. so Rob and I worked together. We did. We were a really great team. We we would sit out. He would sit on one side of the city, and I would sit on the other. And we would be really busy. And you would still see the cars sitting in the same place in the city. So as the night went on, you come into the city because they're going back out. Right. So it's a bit of a bit of strategy, and it's just being careful because there's a we have a sea border. Uh, the other problem is that you can actually get blocked in. Uh, and that that sometimes can cause a bit of trouble with the the um, and one of the things that Rob and I used to do when we used to sit in the car park, we would park. So one of us was on the city side and one was on the resident side, and we would have a bit of fun as to see who was going to get the next job. And most of the time, if it was on the city side, the person that was sitting on that side got the jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 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 that's uh, there is there's a there's a bit of strategy there. And definitely you need to know your markets. Yeah, we've done the same the same thing. Um, being in the suburbs, like everyone's down in the city, and it's like it's seven o'clock at night. People are in the suburbs wanting to come down. So I would drop somebody off downtown 
then turn around and drive back, which I hated doing because it's deadheading. But like, if you want to get a ride, that's what you got to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and I'm probably, probably one of those drivers that you really hate and <laughs> as, as a, as another driver, cause I'm the one of the, I take everything. I, mm. I pretty much, um, because it's not that busy. If I, if I declined all the little jobs, I wouldn't have any work. Yeah. And I've already got to make up for my driving into the city. So I, I sort of work out, I can look at my mileage, my mileage and kilometers. And if I'm earning $1 per kilometer, it's a good rate. Um, yep. So, you know, if I've done 100 kilometers, you know, I might be sitting at $120 or something. So right. I think it works out at about, um, yeah, it's about 29 cents. It's, it's, it, it's, it, it, that's how I work, and I can look look quickly, um, yeah. quickly at that. Well, I think I think for people who listen to the podcast, they have to understand and remember that this is New Zealand dollars, not U.S. dollars, and so it it's it's different there, and so different. My the cool thing here, the big takeaway here is that for you, you have obviously done the math, and it's obviously worth it for you, and you're making good money doing this. You're making so, so that's what people have to remember. So when you're saying cents and that kind of stuff, don't freak out, people. <laughs> this is this is worth it for Janet, obviously, or she wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So so there's a there's a few things. The 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 Uber with Uber Pro, the the points um, uh, rewards that we get. Um, and as they build up, when you get to gold, you get distance and direction. You also get some more discounts. Even at Diamond, this, the biggest thing that you get is distance and direction. And that's the biggest information. So when the jobs come up yep. and they are offered to you, if you're quick enough, you can see. Um, I use Maximo now and I use Maximo uh, as an auto accept. Uh, I, and I can't, I can't always be quick enough to actually read it, which is why, I'm, which is why you use it because you don't want to be taking your eyes off the road to, right. to do that. So well, I use it the other way, Janet. I use it the other way. Oh. I never put auto accept on. I'm always auto decline. <laughs> like I don't, and I actually hate it because the decline is so quick that I can't even like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I, cause I set my printer seven minutes. So if an eight minute pops up and I'm like, Oh, that was a good number. And I, I can't hit it fast enough. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, that, I've had that a couple of times. That's partly why I don't like the, the <laughs> decline because where I sit, I've tried the decline and I have, I'm the airport that the city is 20 kilometers from, from where I live. And the airport is, uh, it's actually about, nine so I set it I've tried setting it at 12 kilometers because there's not anything in between that and then I'll see these jobs the jobs will come up and it'll be 16 kilometers for the the jobs that I when there's a flight coming in is when you get a 16 20 kilometer job for a three minute drop off in the city so I've actually got to drive so I would rather have pick up at the airport than drive into the city so that's what I'll try and I'll sit there and I'll get a couple of declines and I'm thinking I really want to go to work and and I can't I can't bear the decline anymore because I got a bit of OCD I don't like seeing badges on um, apps that say I've got to do something or um I don't like to see. Oh. I don't like to see ninety-seven percent. You know, it's got to be a hundred percent or zero percent. <laughs> so <No. laughs> it's yeah, it's um, cancellations. Pretty much most of the cancellations I've ever had have been when I've had it when I've had a puker, 
and I've had a stacked job and I'm on a job and I, I fin- finish it and the next job is, is there and the only way that I can get out of it is that I have to cancel and I right. and, and I get a bit, a bit frustrated with that. But but sometimes those uh, jobs that that come up that they might be long longer pickups and then there's a – so there's <clears> – <throat> The acceptance is about, some of it is about repositioning when they're small. So I might be on the other side of the city, but I actually want to get somewhere else. So by taking the job, it puts me somewhere else. What actually gives. So sometimes, um, and sort of recently, I had a job where I had eight minutes, and we were in the city, eight minutes to to, um, pick up and three-minute drop off. I thought, oh, damn it. But when I picked the guy up, he was going to look at, um, he'd come to be looking at some accommodation. So here when they're putting a house up for, for rental, they organise, you know, however many people are interested and they all come and view at the same time. So he came to this house viewing and he said, can I then book you for another trip? I need to go to the airport. So then mm-hmm. there was my 18-minute trip. Uh, so um, I've learned... Um, about that I've learned a lot about the app and I've learned about you know they say oh well can you drop us off here or can you? I said you need to put it in the app because the app keeps me hooked on to them yeah, and right. so so I just sort of say to the guy so I'm quick to try and um, stop stop sharing so I turn it so I can't get any more jobs because sometimes if you're too slow and you haven't picked up their job or their extension that's getting in between <laughs> so um, then I've I can actually verbally tell them I know what it looks like I know what they're looking for and say you know this is what you need to do um okay. you know you need to add a stop da, 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 da. so yep. so those jobs turn into something bigger so I got a couple cool. of questions as we're wrapping up one do you have uh upfront pricing in New Zealand are you seeing what you're making on that or is it still the old school way no no we we just get we just get distance and direction we okay. don't see anything until we get uh, the passengers do but we don't yeah. Okay. Well, I wish I had that back. I mean, I like the information, but we got paid more when it was when it was the other way. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. do you have any tips or tricks? I know we talked a little bit about the suburb thing for anyone else that's listening. That maybe, I mean, it might be unique to your market. Yep. Keeping just- your car tidy. Um, people, um, I think people are much more aware of the inside of the car than they are of the outside. My first yep. car was black. My second, my car now is uh, sort of a dark. But bright blue, so it does show the dust on the outside. And, um, um, but it's the inside that they want to see clean, and people get in. You know, something like, oh, gee, this is a really nice car. This is nice, and and um, you know, you, it, it's you know, just making sure that it's tidy and all that sort of stuff. No crumbs on the floor and 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 yep. stuff like that. So they um, notice that more. Um, I have disco lights in my car. So Christmas 2019, my first Christmas, which I've now done four Christmases, um, I put the, the, the little uh, uh, like uh, crystal balls uh, in a set. So I have two that are shining on the ceiling and two that shine on the floor on the passenger's feet in the back. And it's really interesting in that they change colour. And, and when people are going out in their party, they're really happy. Yeah. And when they come home and they're docile and they're tired, exactly the same lights, they're calming. So, you okay. know, and people remember, oh, you got the disco car. Oh, when we saw your name, when we were really pleased. And Gary yeah, cool. was out one night and they were talking about Uber and stuff like that. And somebody said, oh, yeah, we went in an Uber the other night and it had lights and it was really cool. And Gary goes, well, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, 
so yeah, so it, it it's a it's a talking point as well. So you so got a little bit of street cred. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so so people sort of look around, but it's a bit. There's a bit about knowing the market, and it it, it does take a long time to 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 make it uh, to know when the busy times are. Um, but it's, it's looking after the passengers. A lot of if we've got, um, especially if it's a busy night, I'll say to the passengers because a lot of the time we have no cars available come up on the app. And I say, people just say, oh, you know, oh, there's only one Uber on tonight or there's only two Ubers because that's what they're seeing. I say, no, it doesn't mean there's no cars on. It just means that everybody's busy. So what you need to do when it comes up, no cars available and you get the black bar, tap on the black bar and then confirm your ride and Uber, the app will look for a driver for you. It will Mm -hmm. come back to you. Uh, you'll see it had, that if they've matched you with a driver or it will tell you it's stopped looking. And I also warn them about the surge. Now, uh, surge pricing, a lot of people know about it. Uh, a lot of people don't. I tell them I can't do anything about it. It's it's done by an algorithm. Um, and I'm, I'm actually very pleased to be able to accept it. I can't decline it, uh, right. but you need to watch and, yeah. and I said, you get the information's available. When they t- when, before you confirm, they tell you it's going to cost you $70 to go across the city when it normally costs you 18 Yeah. So you make that choice. You can't complain about it later. If you right. wait, uh, it goes up and down, it changes. And, and, and I think they like the fact that they're warned. They know sure. what to do. Yeah. Um, it's when they get caught out and then they look at their bank statement and they've been charged $80 for their their trip right. so um so it's a, some of it's about look it is about looking after the passengers um information i used yep. to put yeah i i never put lots i uh, never put i don't know what you call them lollies or sweets uh in the car because i kept thinking you know they un, unwrap them wrap lollies yep. you know they're going to leave rubbish in my car so but i did always have um bottles of water and people became entitled as if um, oh, you know, this is it's here for me. I'm going to take it, and and like I remember, this one lady got out of the car, walked away, came back, opened the car door, took the bottle of water out, and walked away. The <laughs> adults never said thank you, or but the kids were the kids. The kids always amazed me because when they were travelling with their parents, they would say, "Can I have the water?" and "Thank you." Mm. But that, that passengers just take they take the vomit bags for goodness sake. Why? Really. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, mine are mine are um, still there. Yeah, so yeah, I I I ne- have never I've I got a lot of feedback um, and good advice from Sam and Sam's thing about carrying a rubbish bag, and so I've got a big, bright red rubbish bag that is in the door right beside me. So if somebody's going to be sick, out it comes, and I hand it to them here. <laughs> Don't be sick in my car. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's saved a few, but yeah, I've had had a few that have opened the window and then thrown up out the window, and yeah, it all, it always yeah. hits and the car. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Janet, thank you so much for joining us. You've been a super fan of the show. You've always been supportive, and uh, we can't thank you enough for for coming on and telling us your story. It's unique. We're being in a different country. Right. Uh, I, I feel I feel uh, what's what's the word? Not grateful. 
I, I feel happy that I know you that that we can have this conversation because you're not, not grateful. Rem- <laughs> grateful, there it is. <laughs> an idiot. Well, uh, the 169 days until we leave New Zealand to come. I to was going to say I can't wait to meet so, you in person. It, oh, look, we're just looking forward to it, and, get, and it's really interesting because. I talk, talk to Gary about, you know, Jason, yes, but, you know, he's, he's got those names and now yeah. we're talking about Chris and Gabe and he's, oh, who was that? You know, what, yeah. what are we talking about? So a lot more of the time, sometimes I'm listening to the Telegram messages and, and he comes home or whatever and yeah. he's, oh, hey, you know, you want to you hear this. So so really looking forward to that. So, I mean, Uber looks like it's it's starting to, to be a um, – something that we are definitely going to be using more because in some places it just seems the biggest option so that's it's learning all that stuff so you know that's been helpful through the telegram group as well you know gabe's you know giving me some about detroit leo was the same so um yes i'm really looking forward to the picnic so cool this podcast is produced and edited by hey guys media group want to start a podcast check out heyguysmediagroup.com